I'm convinced that every single person has something unique about them that is in them, a vision, a dream from God, a desire that has just been there. And so often it's just residing. So often it's just on the shelf. And I believe that this is time for us to actually get serious about that and honest with ourselves and to have courage to build the dreams on our heart. Well, hey guys, welcome to the podcast, Sats here, and uh, thanks for tuning in today for what is actually uh, season two of this podcast. Yes, you are here right at the start of season two, and I'm going to be sharing more uh, in the episode um, today about why that is and just some uh, big changes that have happened for me um, personally um, in this year. But before we go there, I just want to let you know about something um, that's really close to my heart that um, I'm launching um, in a few weeks' time. It's called The Garden, and um, I really wanted to create an online community um, for people to overcome fear and uh, to pursue the dreams on their heart and find courage and just be connected to like-minded people. This is not specifically a Christian community, but as you know, I talk about faith. It's a part of my life, so it's going to be um, in the mix um, of what we do. And uh, really simply, it's it's a community where there will be um, one video uh, call every month. You'll get sent that out uh, via email and also a Facebook um, group. And uh, really the idea is that you can ask anything. There's questions you want to ask, things you want to learn about, things you want to grow in. Um, it's going to be a platform that is really... Um, formed by the users. So whatever you want to know about, whatever you want to hear me talk about, um, I'm going to talk about that in the videos. And so the quicker you get in there, you can really shape uh, the content, whether that's about social media, whether that's about church leadership, whether that's about um, all sorts of spiritual stuff, or whether it's about money or business or entrepreneurship or or, or anything. Um, I I would love to just, um, you know, share my heart. And I'm seeing my mission very clearly right now as uh, being someone who encourages people to build the dreams of their heart. And, uh, and so the tagline for the garden is, you know, cultivate your future. You know, how many things are there that you've put to the side, that you've deferred, that you, you know this is a gift on your life and it's a dream in your heart and it's also a desire that has been planted by God himself and yet five years, 10 years have passed and you still haven't really moved. You've been too busy and I get it, but we need to create the right environment where you can actually make a move on those things. And so I'd love you to consider that. Um, it's just five pounds per month and uh, I did really wrestle about the price because I think sometimes when we price things pretty inexpensively, you, you can have the opposite effect. You don't always value it because it's pretty cheap. But um, I have some coaching programs which are much more expensive, but, but I, I really decided with the garden, I want to create something that is accessible. And so the goal here is not really to make money. The goal here is just to try and help as many people as possible. So, hey, if you're a church leader, you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, or you're just someone with a side hustle, you're a creative person, I'd love to consider uh, or ask you to consider uh, joining the garden. So head to digitalrabbi.co slash garden. That's digitalrabbi.co slash garden. You can read the full pitch and uh, jump on board. Our first uh, video and call will be launching um, in October. Um, so uh, you've got time to get on in there and uh, there may be some bonuses for people who sign up um, early. So, hey, let's head to the episode now. 
Well, hi guys, and welcome to the Digital Rabbi Podcast. This is Sats, your host, and uh, I'm excited because today we are relaunching this podcast. We are entering into season two. When you publish an episode on the provider that I'm using for, it asks you what season it is, and I thought, well, what is that for? But now I know uh, because we are relaunching um, this podcast with just a new theme, um, a new energy, um, a new purpose. And uh, truthfully, I think the reason I started this podcast was, um, you know, like a lot of other people, I, I didn't really know. <laughs> I didn't really know why I was doing it. I just kind of felt like I should. And I think sometimes there's a process of exploration with every creative endeavor that we have to commit to and uh, create space for us to fail and miss a few episodes. And there's been a bit of that in the last year, but um, I'm feeling more than ever that this podcast is something that um, I'm supposed um, to do. And uh, in today's episode, as we just launch straight in, it's going to be a solo episode um, from me. And I want to talk to you about something um, just really on my heart um, that, that God has been doing in me personally in 2023. And it's about dreams. Um, it's about things that have been on the inside of me since a young child that it's, it's just like for some reason I have not, not moved forward on these things. And, uh, and what's strange is the more and more I talk to people, the more and more I hear this exact same story, in particular from people of faith who have for some reason shelved their dreams. They've put them to the side and, and uh, made, made, made the decision to defer or delay. And I'm going to talk about some real practical steps in this episode about how we actually do that. But first, I just want to give you a bit of a window into what's been happening in my world um, in, the last, in, in, in 2023, over the last nine months. And um, just there's been things that I've always wanted to do. And one of those things was to get fit. And uh, I've kind of, you know, I've always been marginally healthy and fit, you know, not eating terrible food and fairly active, played football growing up. But, but really as, you know, moving into my 20s and then my 30s, I really wasn't very active. And, uh, you know, I think there's just a moment where you wake up and you suddenly realize, oh, like... I've passed physical peak, <laughs> you know, like as a 27, you just feel invincible. But I realized, oh my gosh, like if I'm not intentional about my future, um, you know, every decade, I think I'm making up stats now, but it's something like you lose 10% of your muscle mass or 10% of your, um, whatever those stats are. It's, it's the principle uh, that I really want to communicate. Um, the, the, just over time, you begin to decay. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I, I did not want this to be me. And so we actually launched this series um, called uh, The 5am Club at the start of the year in our church. And um, we did a preaching series um, all about fitness and and for me, it was it was really just a chance to carve out something personally, um, as well as communicate an important truth um, to the church and um, to begin uh, taking care of of my body. And and so uh, every single morning of the weekday, Monday to Friday, uh, we were getting up. And for that first month, we did five a.m. But uh, realistically, uh, you, you kind of got to go to bed pretty early to to get up at five a.m. And it wasn't really going to work in the long term. So um, we switched that to six a.m. Uh, Aiden and I, my friends, and uh, we started going to the gym. And uh, you know, what's just wild is 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 nine months in. Um, I have not missed a single day. Now, I have missed some days that I've been on holiday, um, but I kind of set that in advance. I was like, look, if I'm going to be away, if I'm going to be on holiday and, uh, you know, I can't make it, 
you know, instead of making this like really soul destroying, I was just like, it's okay, you know, to, to have a normal life as well. But apart from holiday and a few days away, um, I've not missed a single day. Um, not even for sickness, uh, not definitely not for, um, you know, when you just can't really be bothered and you're like, uh, and I just set myself the goal of, of like, well, okay, what, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm just going to, um, Whenever, whenever I don't feel like it, I'm just going to show up and do something. And um, it's been massive. Nine months in, I'm feeling um, so much better in myself, like confidence, um, strength, definitely. But, but honestly, it's a pretty gradual process. And I think, you know, often in life, we want everything straight away. Um, we're not willing to do the work. And I'm very early into uh, my journey of fitness, but I've, I'm, I'm enough into the journey to realize that... Um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually succeeding. I'm succeeding at creating a new habit that is not going to last me just for this year, but it's going to span into the, the future decades. And so for me, this is a personal shift that is, has been a desire of mine for years to become that sort of person. And uh, this is the year that that has happened for me. And I, and I share this because this is one of many things that I have personally moved the needle on. And some of you may know that I'm a musician. I've, I've always played uh, guitar and uh, started singing and writing songs really from as early as I can remember. I would just make up songs around the house, mostly just to diss my brother. And, uh, but, but I would just be making up silly songs and making up tunes and melodies would just come instinctively. And um, I've always wanted to uh, cr- create an album and release a music that had my stamp on it and been involved in some creative projects, but, but didn't always have creative control um, or as much input as I would have liked to have. And have, I've never truly been a part of something that I thought, okay, I'm really proud of that. You know, that's me. And uh, this year, um, I think maybe even last year, I felt God start to speak to me about my songs. I had a whole catalog of songs that I'd written in the last few years, particularly around COVID. And, um, and I felt God challenged me and say, Sats, use, use the songs in church. Because I was kind of, you know, as a creative person, you, you kind of don't want to put yourself forward too much. You, you're a little bit like, oh, well, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to make it all about me. So I'll just not do anything. But I was completely challenged. We started singing these songs in church and we started um, producing this album. We've released three singles so far this year. And um, the album is very close to completion. We're hoping to release it uh, next month. And this is like a goal of mine that has been there the entirety of my life. And yet this is the year that I've actually done something about it. I've taken um, the visions and the dreams of my heart and I've moved them forward. And uh, I really do believe that, 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 that there's just a new season upon us of courage um, and um, you know stepping out into the future. And I wonder what are the things on your heart? There are other things unfolding for me that are, that are in different veins that are almost the story is still going but but one of those things is that we just we just entered into a permanent lease a permanent space for our church which is something we've been working towards for like seven eight years and uh, not being able to do but this was the year um, that it happened and um, I really want to speak that over you today the possibilities of a little bit of courage. I believe that the time for waiting is over. I believe that the time for false humility is over. I believe that this is the time for us to get honest with ourselves about the things that we really want. And instead of deferring and delaying and projecting and allowing our fear to stop us, 
we could actually move forward on these things and begin to do um, the work. And so I wanted to share that with you so that you can see where I'm speaking from today in this topic around courage. As, as we look at what, why is it that everything we want lies behind courage? It, it's really the ingredient uh, for your future. We could think of faith as being courage, boldness, and uh, God definitely wants us to have courage and everything you want is on the other side of your courage. There's nothing uh, great. There's nothing that you desire that will not require you to, um, you know, cross that threshold uh, of courage. I think it's just the way God has designed um, life, that the future belongs to the courageous. And I, I want to be a part on this podcast and with the platform that I have to inspire people to be courageous because I'm convinced that every single person has something unique about them that is in them, a vision, a dream from God, a desire that has just been there. And so often it's just residing. So often it's just on the shelf. And I believe that this is time for us to actually get serious about that and honest with ourselves and stop just allowing our dreams to, 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 to be deferred, but to actually make a move, to have courage, to build the dreams on our heart. And so I wonder today, I want to ask you, what is stopping you What is stopping you from moving forward on the dreams on your heart? And I think, you know, you just become aware, don't you, as you get older. I'm not very old, but I'm old enough to realize that time moves quickly. And uh, in the blink of an eye, another decade will go. And uh, if you're in your 20s now, you'll be in your 30s so quickly. And if you're in your 30s now, you'll be in your 40s so quickly. And if you're in your 40s now, you're going to be in your 50s. Life is moving fast. And it's only the courageous and the bold that actually maximize and utilize the time that we have um, on this earth. So I want to just talk about a couple of things that I had to overcome to become courageous. And um, the first one is environment. Um, I needed a change of environment. Um, I spent most of my adult life in uh, the same church environment. And there were many good things about this environment, but um, coming out of it, Uh, helped me realize that actually there were some things about this environment, the environment of my life that were actually um, stopping my growth, uh, were actually limiting me. And, um, you know, when you're in the wrong environment, um, it doesn't matter how hard you try. It doesn't matter how much motivation you have. It doesn't matter even how much courage you have because there's something in the environment that actually shuts down your creativity, actually shuts down your capacity to dream. It, It puts shame on you. It puts guilt on you. And sometimes these environments are intentionally created. Sometimes these environments are, are just, you know, nobody realizes, but that's the culture. So we all grow up with a culture in our family and uh, in our church, in our home, and, and so on. And so that culture um, ha- is, ha- plays a tremendous part in, in uh, determining your future. And I was in a culture and an environment um, that really was almost like cannibalistic, um, if I can say that. And it's made me increasingly aware that many cultures are cannibalistic. They exist only, it's like a pyramid scheme. It exists only for the thing itself. It doesn't exist for anything outside of it. And that's a really key uh, distinction when we think about what makes up a healthy organization or a healthy culture or a healthy church. It exists for something else other than itself. Now, every organization uh, and every culture has to in some ways take care of itself in order for it to exist, right? You know, think of it like money in a business. If, if, a, if a business doesn't make any money, then it's going to stop 
been able to do what it does. Um, and so that's why we need money <laughs> and, we, and we need things to tick over. And that's why the church needs things like people to serve and people to give and etc. But the problem is, 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 is when the church becomes all consuming and when the environment of your life becomes all consuming, where everything is about this one thing, it starts to get out of whack. And what happens is that on an individual level, we end up making sacrifices that, that, that normally end up in us sacrificing our dreams. Um, instead of having a healthy culture and a healthy environment where we're flourishing and therefore producing in every level, um, it's like we get sucked into a culture that is all-consuming, it's overly intense, and uh, that's not healthy and that's not good. And, and I started to call out, um, you know, uh, even some of my friends who, who are pastors, who, who, who many of us who've grown up in a model which is about we get everyone on a team to start serving in church. Hey, that's our goal. This is our discipleship. We just get people involved. And uh, I think it's quite a dangerous model um, because whilst we do want people involved, what we end up doing is we end up making our Sunday services the only thing that we exist for. And when that happens, of course, Sunday services like what, one hour, two hours of the week, like there's a lot of other hours, whatever seven times 24 is, 140 something, uh, 160. Anyway, I'm not going to try and do it. Uh, we, we end up, um, you know, uh, sacrificing the rest of our time and, and God has called us um, as ministers, Ephesians talks about how we're, uh, you know, there's apostles and pastors, prophets, you know, that their job is to equip the saints. And then the saints are then supposed to go and do the work. So, so what happens is, is if, if everything is about equipping and the saints never have any space to actually then go and be sent, then, then we just miss out on loads of great stuff in our culture. And uh, the church uh, has taken a back seat in our culture. This being one of the factors, one of the reasons is because we've become self-obsessed. And so I want to encourage you to get into an environment where you are encouraged to pursue your dreams. Get into an environment where your, 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 your future and your calling is valued. And, and of course, we need to get over ourselves. You know, not everything's about us. Uh, we need to build other people's dreams. We need to love other people. We need to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. But at the end of the day, you cannot escape the fact that you have a calling from God. You have a purpose from God and, and you are a unique person and you are made differently from everyone else. You have unique gifts. You have a unique experience. And when God has put something on your heart, uh, let there not be a church in this world that would, would crush our dreams, would limit our future by pointing us in the wrong direction. Uh, we need shepherds who are going to release and send and encourage and breathe life and uh, not control or manipulate, but, but to truly um, pastor uh, the flock. And I want to encourage you today, get yourself in a good environment, an environment where you can flourish. And if there's any pastors on the call today, I want you to consider uh, what does the environment look like that you're creating? Is it an environment where people get tired or is it an environment where people um, get energized and full of life? And we're all doing our best and we're all learning and we're all uh, you know, copying models and being discipled by those who went before us. But I believe it's a time for us to relook at how the church works and um, the environments um, that we cultivate um, as leaders. Um, so I changed my environment. I think the other thing, the next thing I want to talk about is, is secondly, is, is, is fear. You know, I had to overcome fear this year. I had to change my environment. I had to overcome fear. And sometimes those two things are connected. But, but you know, there is a lot of, of fear. If we think about courage being the thing that takes us into our future, fear is the thing that stops us 
from entering into our future. It's, it's kind of like the, the opposite, right? And, and so, um, you know, fear um, is, is going to immobilize us, is going to stop us from moving. And uh, fear, sometimes fear can be real. Like it's genuine fear. It's, it's actually, yeah, okay, there's a logical fear here. But, but, but fear will stop us. Fear will stop us from, from, from taking a hold of the things um, we're called to take a hold of and, and, and stops us in our tracks. So, so, so often it's fear about what other people will think. When I started this platform, this business called Digital Rabbi, and um, I started posting content online, it really wasn't that long ago. And uh, I think it's probably... Probably my first experience of posting content online was was like four or five years ago, and um, really just came out of I would just share thoughts and I was getting feedback like positive feedback. I was like, wow, this I was just before this I was just the guy who'd post his lunch and you know pictures of the sky. That was my social media contribution, but I began to realize well there's an opportunity here, and um, and it was it 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 took getting over myself. Because there's nothing like, first of all, posting a piece of content that has your heart in it that like nobody likes. Like there's no positive feedback loop. And uh, because at first everyone's quite encouraging. But then as you keep going, you almost start to feel like people are judging you. You know, people are thinking like, well, well who, is, who is he to do that? You know, because whenever you set yourself up on a platform, in one sense, you know, it looks like the opposite of humility, doesn't it? It looks like you're being prideful. Um, but Jesus also says, hey, you know, don't hide under a bucket. You know, you need to let your light shine. So there is a tension here, isn't there, between, you know, our, our purpose is to serve, which keeps us humble. Our, our, our purpose is to love other people. But at the same time, we can't do that if we don't exist. We can't do that if we're hiding. We can't do that if no one knows who we are. And so the only way for us to use what is on the inside of us is to put ourselves out there. And, and when you put yourself out there, you will be met with opposition. People will misunderstand what you're trying to do. And uh, even if they don't say it, you will just get a feeling, <laughs> you know? Uh, it's just like, oh, you know, what is he trying to do? He's exalting himself. And that's really not what it's about. We, we don't want that either. And sometimes the content we create because we're testing new ideas, it's like we can get it wrong as well. We can say things that are too controversial. We can say things that are not well thought through. And we've got to be gracious with ourselves as we hope that others are gracious with us. But at the end of the day, we have to make the decision that we're not going to let fear stop us from putting ourselves out there. Now, you might not be supposed to create content, but you might be supposed to start a business. You, you might not supposed to become an Instagram person, personality, or build a personal brand, but you might be called to go to the next level in the company that you work for. Um, and, and so, you know, whatever you're calling, whatever you're, the things that are on your heart, it, it doesn't matter if they're the same or different from what I believe I'm called to do. What matters is that you do not let fear stop you. The fear of other people, it will paralyze you it will immobilize your future. We have, to, we have to let the fear of God be our driver. That, that, that actually we're more worried about not being faithful with what God has put in us than we are about what other people think um, about us. And so the third thing I want to talk about, if we've covered environment, we've covered fear, and the third thing we need to consider is, is projection. And, um, you know, I had so many reasons why it couldn't work. And uh, in... 
almost like limiting beliefs, so many reasons why, well, I've tried this before and I've put myself out there before and I launched this course over here and it didn't go too well and I tried this over here. There's so many reasons that I tell myself of why my dreams cannot come into reality. And I want to suggest that it's probably the same for you. And right now you're thinking, Sats, there's, you know, well, I, I can't start the business because because of this, because I'm a dad, because I'm a mum, uh, because right now I'm studying, because right now I'm too busy with this volunteer role in church. Right now I don't have enough money to, and there's always something. And, and what, what the lesson that I learned was that you will always find evidence to support what you believe. And uh, this, is, this is like a dangerous truth because a lot of people in this world will, will look to the things that they do not have. They'll look to their limitations. They'll look to their uh, lack of resource or whatever it is. And, and societally, you will find evidence for the things that you believe, which is why we're going to be careful even with um, you know, science because uh, even scientists have a bias and every person who creates a study, they're creating it because they want to see a certain outcome that they're hoping to see and uh, data can be manipulated. And so I say all of that just to say, what if the data that you are receiving is actually being manipulated by your mind? What if the very things that you look to to say, well, the thing is, this is my reason why I can't right now. What if, what if that is not true? What if that is the, 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 the protective nature of your mind to protect you from failure, to protect you from pain, to protect you from potential suffering? Friends, we need to have courage and put ourselves out there because I believe that the desires on your heart and the things that, that, that you know are, are from God, they are too important. They are too significant not to bring into reality. Um, I'm praying that this would be the year of dreams coming tr- true. This would be the year where, where we actually commit to the long haul of the process. Because here's the reality, is that everything good takes time to build. Often we're looking for things instantly, but what we need to do is st- we need to start building. We need to start where we are and start making moves. And over the last 12 months, I've made some significant moves in my business, in my uh, focus around who I'm trying to reach. Uh, we talk about this word niche and things like that. And honestly, it has not been right every step of the way. Um, I've explored avenues that turned out to be dead ends and I've had to turn around. Um, I've gone on long windy paths that have come around to, okay, this is where I'm now supposed to be. But that's been 12 months in the making. Like it's taken time to do that. And if I hadn't started, I would not now, right now I feel like I'm in the place of the greatest clarity in the entirety of my life. I know what I'm supposed to do. I know what I'm about. I know what God is asking me to do. And there is such a power that comes from that clarity, but you only get clarity if you're willing to go on the journey and navigate through and and fumble through and make all those mistakes and clutter around and knock a few things over but you're going to end up in the place closer to where you actually uh, want to be. So, hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope it's been good. And, um, you know, uh, don't forget to hit subscribe, rate, and review. And of course, I'm excited to be launching this brand new community, The Garden. It's about cultivating your future, creating the right environment where you can be encouraged and lifted, overcome those fears, uh, get rid of those limiting beliefs. It's just five pounds a month. You can sign up. It's launching super soon. So head to digitalrabbi.co slash garden. Thanks so much for watching. Catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.